what's going on everyone welcome back to the podcast it's good to be here as always my name's Ari and today I've got a very special guest on Noah also known as the Star Warrior Noah how's it going it's going good man how about you I'm I'm good I'm good um so Noah for the people that that don't know you tell us a bit about your yourself um your love of Star Wars all that sort of stuff uh well long story short um i've always enjoyed star wars i was never really a huge fan until i saw return of the jedi and i don't know why but that scene where luke takes vader's helmet off and you see his face that was like oh man this is this is like legit and so (laughs) from then on i was like just crazy about it like had to watch every movie every show um so yeah that's that's pretty much it's as simple as that really yeah man that's that's awesome i love that so um yeah good to have you on so today me and noah are going to be um talking about out since halloween's coming up um we're going to be talking about the scariest star wars moments that you know at least that we find scary (laughs) um so i reckon we're going to do a top five hopefully we don't have the same ones because we don't know what each other have picked yet but Noah, how about you take it away with your number five? All right. Um, so for my number five, I put Darth Vader scene in Rogue One, the, f- the famous hallway scene. Yeah. Uh, like, I just can't think of a moment that captures the horror of seeing Darth Vader more oh, than yeah. that scene. Absolutely. Because we're so used to seeing him face against like Luke Skywalker or some like, imperials that we don't care about and we know they're gonna die yeah, um, yeah. and like you, you know vader's not gonna kill luke but yeah exactly yeah in rogue one it's just these these random rebels and you feel sorry for them because they're, they're the good guys oh yeah but you know they're gonna die and it's, it just sucks to see it from their point of view yeah oh for sure yeah i remember seeing that in the theater for the first time it was it was probably like 3 a.m. or something because I was I was watching it at midnight, and yet scared scared the life out of me. But yeah, no, that without a doubt, great scene. Um, yeah, all right. I guess I'll go with my number five here. Um, this one's a bit uh bit of a weird one, but I don't know if you've even if you've read it yet. But it's uh Doctor Afra Volume Five, and um now. I don't know if I would consider it scary. I mean, I, I find it scary. Some people might just find it a bit creepy. Um, it, what happens is Dr. Everson, for some weird reason, he puts bombs into um, Dr. Afra and triple zero's heads. And then they're, they're wandering around for like six issues with bombs in their heads and doing all this stuff. It's just the most messed up thing. I remember feeling so on edge because I mean, I, I knew that they wouldn't probably kill Afra because it's her series, but yeah. I just remember it's scaring the life out of me because I just get every, every moment you think something's going to happen and just like you kind of see just like the fear and just like the anxiety just with Afra. Triple Zero didn't seem to care that much, but man, it was... I, have you read it? I haven't yet. I think I read the first maybe three issues and I just kind of fell off the Star Wars comic train for a while. I need yeah. to get back on it. There's a yeah. lot of great stuff. But yeah. yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> Man, yeah, you got to check it out. It's it's probably my, one of my favorite uh, of the of the new comics that Disney have been putting out. 
Um, no, absolutely love it. Freaks me out. All right, let's go on to your, onto your number four. All right. So at number four, I have Ezra's temple nightmare from Path of the Jedi. Nice. <laughs> love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, first of all, I just think that's a really fun episode. I like seeing this very mystical side of the force and there's a lot of like, like kind of more uplifting sides to that episode. And then there's a very dark side where he kind of has to confront his fear. And, uh, there's like some basic scary stuff with the Inquisitor and he's like killing all of Ezra's friends. And then there's some more like psychological stuff where like first oh, yeah. before they get killed, all of his friends are like, oh, it's you. <laughs> we don't yeah. need you around here, Ezra. Oh, You're yeah. useless. And it's like, oh man. And then they 100%. all die and they're like calling for his help. Yeah. And he just doesn't know what to do. Oh yeah. 100% mate. Like I remember... Um, watching that episode for the first time and when the inquisitor kills kanan i fully thought that that was it and i i couldn't believe it because i this this the show starts out very um i don't know how to put it but i'll just say childish but it's i still love it but um you know and i was like they're just gonna kill him off like that and then yeah, <laughs> yeah all this stuff starts happening but yeah dude 100 percent that that stuff is freaky um any any more anything else to say on that um, I guess it was just really cool to see Ezra kind of have a learning experience after he, he kind of got over his initial fear and just to kind of be like, no, I'm, I'm confident enough in myself to not just like, you know, uh, want to be wanted. Like I realize that yeah. I, I have a purpose and that I, I have people who care about me. And that's just not something I need to worry about. I don't need to feed that fear. And that's kind of just how he overcomes it in the end. Yeah, yeah, nah, for sure. No, it's it's definitely one of my favorite Rebels episodes. Probably, they have a few scary episodes around that time because they've got that uh, the episode after the Empire Day 1 where he like summons that massive beast and stuff. Like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's some freaky stuff. But yeah, no, the... The way he conquers his fear, got a, I don't know if you know, but Ezra is my favorite Star Wars character. Um, yeah, absolutely love Ezra. So definitely, yeah, definitely a great moment for sure. This is, it's not a particular scene or moment. It's just the Emperor in Return of the Jedi, just everything to do with him. Yeah. Come yeah, on now. Sure. That's, that's some scary stuff. <laughs> Um, like, yeah, the moments that spring to mind is just like, just his little one-liners, like, you know, like you want this, don't you just like stuff like that. Just, I remember watching it as a kid and it would freak me out. And, um, his whole, his whole vibe, everything he does, it's just so scary, you know, force lightning, all that, because, um, you know, I, I can't even remember if I watched the prequels or, or the OT first, but, um, whenever like. Dooku would do his force lightning. I'll be like, yeah, all right. But he never really did it in a scary sort of menacing way. It would just be like, yeah. he'd do it sort of randomly. But the way about it. Yeah. 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 For sure. The way the emperor does it though. He just so menacing and yeah, abs absolutely love it. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. That scene always scared me as a kid. Um, the, the scene where you're shooting the lightning out at Luke, it's just, it's really intense, uh, especially for that movie, which for the most part is, is pretty like easygoing. There's a few like pretty dark moments. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think that that scene works very well, though. Um, it, uh, it's, it's great build up to the moment where Darth Vader finally kills the Emperor and saves his son. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you reckon, though? I know you're not a big fan of Rise of Skywalker. Do you think that? Um, do you reckon this is the Emperor at his, at his, I guess we'll say scariest because that's what we're talking about in, in Return of the Jedi? Or do you reckon Rise of Skywalker or prequels? Do you reckon that that's better? That's scarier Emperor? I, w- I would say in terms of like makeup, Rise of Skywalker for sure. I mean, like yeah, yeah. Zombie, zombie Emperor is, is pretty scary. I'll give credit where credit's due. Yeah, um, But did he, as a character, scare me? in Rise of Skywalker, like as a presence, uh, personally, not really. I think Return of the Jedi is where he is like the most just terrifying. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because he's also, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say in the prequels, you were talking about with uh path of the Jedi and Ezra in the prequels, mm-hmm. he's more, it's more just the psychological stuff. That's quite scary. Just like the manipulation, you know, but um, yeah, in, in, uh, in Revenge of the, in, in, sorry, Return of the Jedi, you know, that is just when is it's just the psychological, the physical, all of it is just scary. But yeah, I agree in, in Rise of Skywalker, he looks, he definitely looks at his best uh, with his nice fleshy robes, but that, that pretty much is just purely because it was filmed most recently. And, um, but the, yeah, yeah <laughs> I was just thinking as well, it is, uh, uh, you know, I obviously didn't watch the movie as a little kid, but I, I I would be curious to see if um little kids, you know, find just when he's like supposedly dying, let's hope that he was dying and his body is just like, you know, sh- getting shredded to pieces. I, I wonder if, little, yeah, I wonder if little kids found that scary because I mean, I just, I was just hoping, come on, let's just get rid of him for good here. But <laughs> that some of the stuff in the, rise of skywalker with the just the whole i don't even know what they were kind of just those sith followers or whatever where they're all like chanting in that sort of stadium i found that kind of creepy but yeah the actual emperor was a bit <laughs> not not so great but you know you're actually reminding me of some things that i i liked about that movie <laughs> i haven't <laughs> seen it in a while i'm like oh yeah the, the sith choir that was pretty cool yeah it was it was freak i thought that it was like I know there's like some sort of answer for it now, but I remember thinking that was like just all the dead Sith or something because he he kept saying like all the Sith live in him. And I had no clue if he was talking like quite literally or, or just, you know, it's just, that's just classic Star Wars though. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, But yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's Emperor. Anything else to say about him? Um, Oh, well, I was going to say uh, Rebels, I think, portrays Palpatine very well. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't want to, like, accidentally step into one of your picks. So no, I'll no, be- no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, especially the way that Palpatine tries to trick Ezra by appearing as, like, this kindly old man in, like, white robes. Oh, yeah. I find that really scary because, again, that's, like, tapping into this psychological trickery yeah. where you have like the equivalent of space satan just trying to be like <laughs> oh yeah i, I want to help you ezra i want to help you find your parents yeah yeah no 100 percent. because yeah rebels was 
very um for for a show aimed at a young audience it was pretty scary at times like the i thought they did vader very well with the emperor though you're you're definitely on the money there that he was yeah he was terrifying in that last episode but i'm i've always just wondered how come he didn't come in earlier because in the comics in the books all that he seems anytime like there's a jedi he just wants them sort of eradicated immediately but with ezra he sort of just let him go about like Ezra and Kanan really the uh, Vader and uh, Palpatine sort of just let them go about their business after Ahsoka supposedly died. So I always wondered why he didn't come in sooner, but um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I guess maybe at that time Vader was more active in other ways, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll, get another comic another Darth Vader comic series <laughs> yeah we, yeah we've only had 43 of them um <laughs> all right so where are we up to your number three let's go yeah so I have Tales from Vader's Castle just kind of the oh nice the whole thing really <laughs> I haven't the, read the comic yeah the comic yeah, yeah I haven't yeah. read Return yet but yeah. uh, the first one I just I just really like the idea of of this series it's just like a good spooky kind of cozy atmospheric tale of just these these guys telling each other scary stories and then ending up being in one <laughs> getting trapped in vader's castle yeah <laughs> yeah oh, rem- i've read the comic but oh, i'm getting because there's like a few of them there's i think there's two or three but is is the you said tales the tales from vader's castle yeah Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Is is that the one with like Hera and Kanan and stuff on the front cover, or is that or is that the next one? Um. So it uh, it depends on the volume. I think I have the yeah. collection of like the first volume. Um, yeah. But there is Kanan and Hera story in it that like the main characters tell each other. Oh yeah, I, I think yeah, I think that's that's what I must be thinking of. But um, yeah, no, absolutely. They those comics are so great because. They're actually, I'm pretty sure they're in like the Star Wars Adventures line. So yeah. it's, it's pretty cool the way that, you know, I think a lot of people sort of brush the sort of Adventures comics off. But I just recently read the, um, the Clone Wars Battle Tales comics and they were like really good. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah, you know, it's, it's a little bit kiddie, you know, here and there. But um, the, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels has those moments. But I, I don't think that makes something bad, you know, the fact that it's a little bit kiddie. And with this Vader's Castle yeah. comic, I, I'm struggling to remember exactly what happens, but I did read it a while back. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty uh, cool the way they uh, make such a such a younger audience, you know, uh, get that sort of nice horror in Star Wars feel. Because and even for us, you know, some older Star Wars fans. It's still, it's just so so much fun to read. So yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, I especially liked the uh, the Ewok story. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, um, I I think if I remember correctly, there was like an Ewok witch doctor or something along those lines, who was like trying to, basically, I think sacrifice a bunch of Ewoks to, <laughs> uh, that that big thing from the the Ewok adventure, I, the the Gorag or the, yeah yeah yeah. Actually, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm so glad that they they put that in the in the comics. That was, 
It was a pretty terrible movie, but there was a lot of great stuff. A lot yeah. of great lore. Ewok lore. <laughs> yeah, and also, um, oh, I'm blanking on the name, but I, I just watched Mandalorian the other day. The the things in episode one, the um, the uh, the Blurgs, is that what they're called? They also are like from the those original Ewok movies. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. It's it's so funny the way Star Wars does that, you know. And I love Arkin Filoni does it a lot, and same as Favreau. They just bring in this random stuff, like, um, and we're kind of seeing it now with like the holiday special. Like they're making a Lego holiday special. It's mm-hmm. so funny because that thing, for I mean, in recent times, it's kind of just become a bit of a meme. But that, yeah. it it used to be so hated, you know. And George tried to like wipe it from the face of the earth like just completely eradicate it but yeah no i, I love the way Star Wars does that stuff yeah sorry george i have a, a copy of it in my room right now <laughs> oh no he, he won't be happy about that yeah i'm sure i'm sure he's listening you know he just spends all all his time listening to Star Wars podcasts oh uh, yeah for sure <laughs> all right where are we up to my number three now as we get higher on I, I'm scared that we're going to steal each other's picks. So I'm sorry if you had this on your list, but uh, my number three is the Dagobah cave. Everyone knows it from Empire Strikes yeah. Back. That yeah. thing used to scare the hell out of me. And there's, there's two things on my, uh, in my top three from uh, Empire. So <laughs> hopefully you don't have them. It's fine if you do, but um, I've I got some backups. If- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to really, as a kid, I reckon, until I turned maybe 10, I hated the Empire Strikes Back so much oh, really? because, uh, yeah, only because it just scared the hell out of me. It really freaked me out. Um, this scene and another scene that I might talk about later, they just, I don't know, as a kid, I just could not watch them. Like when Luke's walking, when Luke walks into the Dagobah cave, you know, Yoda says, put down your weapons. You don't need them. And he takes them in anyway. And I'm thinking, Oh no, like Luke, why do you need your weapons? Like this is, this is too much. This is freaking me out. And then he goes in, Vader comes out and you know, it honestly, I'm, I'm not kidding. I reckon I didn't realize that when he chops his head off and then the, we see a face on the helmet. I did not realize that was Luke for so long. I just, I always thought like, who is that? Like, what is that face? I don't know why I just couldn't figure it out. And then when I was old, I was like, Oh, what the hell? it's Luke. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things, but yeah, everything about the Dagobah cave and honestly just Dagobah is like a planet, like in Clone Wars, in uh, Yoda's arc in like season six, it's just a scary planet, man. Like they could, they could film a whole Star Wars home movie there if they wanted to. Um, they really could. Yeah. No, it's great. So tell, tell us about what you think of the Dagobah cave. Um, so it, it's like what, what Luke says when he first gets there, that it feels like something out of a dream. And that's yeah. really the whole like vibe you get from Dagobah's. It's just very dreamlike. And when it's not scary, like outright, it's just off-putting and weird and a little bit unsettling. Except oh, when yeah. you go to the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but wow. yeah, it, the cave scene, it, it kind of goes back to what we were saying about like all these, these psychological scary things where it's not just the visuals of Darth Vader just coming out of nowhere and fighting Luke in slow motion. But yeah. it's like that symbolism of like the helmet falling down and blowing up and you see Luke's face in it. And like you, I, I didn't realize that that was Luke. I thought that he yeah. like 
killed Vader and that was his face and I was so confused. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, like the this and I, I got that it was symbolism eventually when I saw Darth Vader show up with his head on later in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh that was like a weird vision or something. Yeah. But like that that symbolism just like kind of stuck with me. And yeah, it's kinda haunting whether you understand it or not. Exactly. Yeah. The um yeah, it's funny you talk about how like oh you see Vader later on and you're like, oh what happened? Because I remember as a kid, I was like, wait, this movie does not make any sense. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. He was dead one minute, now he's back. But um, yeah, no, um, hundred percent. But yeah, that I fully couldn't couldn't like stand uh, Empire Strikes Back. I used to just as a kid, I would just watch Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi just over and over again. It was just those two. But um, yeah, it used to scare the hell out of me. So let's go on to your number two. All right, so at number two, I have the Geonosian zombies. Oh, um, and I, I guess nice. you could uh, bundle in the brain worms in there too. Oh yeah, hundred percent horror double feature there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um, yeah, I I I had that on my uh, in my special mentions that those are and even they do they do the Geonosian zombies in in the Rebels arc? I, don't, I can't remember if they do that, but yeah honestly geonosis when you get into those caves like it gets it gets pretty scary like mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah the episode with uh luminara and where she's i don't even know what's going on with her but they're trying to um get rid of all those worms and then uh what happens someone it falls out and then anakin stomps on it and everyone <laughs> says hey i was gonna study that and he's like oh, i study the bottom of my boot um <laughs> yeah no great episodes uh, t- tell us more about them yeah uh i just love the the reveal of the the zombies it was just a very very out there yeah. weird moment but it i'm i'm okay with it surprisingly um i like when star wars gets kind of weird sometimes oh yeah uh, maybe not screaming citadel weird but uh <laughs> This was good. Um, I, I love the visuals of the, the zombie horde just kind of like slowly like lumbering through the catacombs as like the clones have their flashlights pointed at them and they're like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah, for just sure. The- and yeah, it's not the only time Clone Wars does like zombies because they have it on Dathomir with the witches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's crazy. I, yeah, it's fun because... I used to hate zombies as a kid, but I did really like those episodes, which was a bit weird. But um, yeah, nah, there you go. I like I've 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 watched The Walking Dead like last year, and um, it's funny. Like honestly, that's like real life zombie stuff, you know, real scary. But honestly, I find the the Star Wars zombies on Dathomir and Genosis like honestly just as scary. And um, also that um, the second episode, the brainworms one, where the whole ship is getting infected and everyone's trying to kill each other and all that. That episode is literally just, you know, a horror episode, I would say, because the whole, the whole thing, you know, people dropping from the, from the roof, all that sort of stuff. It's a great episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I think what's scarier about the, the brain invader episode is that for one, it's a lot grosser. (laughs) Yeah. uh geonosians are giant bugs so that's pretty gross i guess but just yeah. just the, <laughs> the worms being able to like crawl into your nose and the fact that it's like anyone could like turn against you like your own friend so it's not just you fighting or fighting a zombie but uh 
Ahsoka fighting Barriss and almost having to kill her. Yeah. Well, maybe she should have killed her knowing what Barriss was going to do later on. But uh, yeah, no, 100%. Those, um, those are two pretty scary episodes for sure. And it's funny, I've never really... Like definitely as a kid, I never thought of, of the geonosis, uh, the geonosians as like, just like big bugs, you know, I guess that's something I just sort of started to think about when I, when I grew up and I was like, Oh my God, he's really disgusting. Like uh, I'm blanking on his name, but like sort of the main geonosian guy who's, who's on the, that little, lesser. yeah, yeah man he's weird like the way he talks i don't know something about it <laughs> freaks me out it's a bit, bit bit odd um all right moving on to my number two uh force awakens uh my first ever star wars experience in the cinema um yeah it was it was it's my second favorite star wars movie absolutely love it but uh something that i'll never forget uh is when i was fir- when i watched the movie for the first time i'm sitting next to my dad um, Han and Chewie, they're uh, they're placing uh, detonators all over Starkiller Base. Kylo Ren, for some reason, walks out into the middle of this thing. Uh, surely they should get some like some rails on the thing so people don't fall off. They get a bit dizzy or something. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, Han walks out, uh, screams Ben, and just that moment, nothing scares me more because um, I just. I could kind of see what was going on, but I can't remember exactly how old I was. I was pretty young. So I was thinking, Oh no, like what's going to happen? Sure. They cannot, they can't kill Han Solo. They couldn't. I was so scared. I was freaking out. <laughs> Han walks out. Um, that he's having this whole conversation with him. And just that whole conversation is so scary. Like it is, it is, it free. It honestly scares me because I just think about how I felt first watching it. And then, um, it, like when I'm watching it now, and uh, yeah, so they have the conversation. Kylo, we think, oh, he's going good. I remember in my head going, oh, they're going to bring him to the good side uh, this early. And then I was like, oh, actually, it's better that he comes and Han lives and he kills him or whatever. And then I'd be like, oh, like thank God Han's going to live. And then next thing I know, uh, the the tide shifts and uh, Kylo stabs Han Solo, everyone's favorite favorite uh pilot and uh yeah (laughs) he dies and just this that whole sequence is yeah it scares me yeah i can't believe i didn't even think to put that on my list but the anxiety in that scene is oh yeah just off the charts i mean that's probably the most anxious i will ever be watching a star wars scene like even to this day when i watch it i'm just like oh no they're placing the charges yeah (laughs) don't go out there yeah for sure and um it was the first time ever in, in a movie that I'd ever cried. And I remember <laughs> I absolutely bored my eyes out. I could not believe it. And I, I'm just not the sort of person that like cries at movie and TV. You know, I, I enjoy it a lot, but I don't know. I just, for some reason I don't, but this moment <laughs> made me cry so much. And my dad was sitting next to me and he <laughs> looked over and was like, Oh gee, the kid's weird. Um, <laughs> but I, I just remember thinking like, Oh, cause I had enjoyed the movie so much up until this point. And I was like, this is genuinely the worst movie I've ever watched. Like, I was like, I hate this movie. Just like thinking all this stuff. I can't believe they do this. And then, and then within like five or 10 minutes, I'd start to, to get over it. But like, I went back and watched it the next day, but that was because 
for the next five minutes after Han dies. I can't remember exactly what happens. It's, it's just a lot of um, X-Wings flying around. But I fully couldn't watch because my eyes were so like foggy and stuff <laughs> from me just crying about this moment. But yeah, 100%, the, like you were saying, that whole anxiety leading up to that moment is, is just terrifying. Yeah, and that that's one of those scenes that unfortunately was spoiled for me before I went into the movie. Oh, you're kidding. Um, I was oh, doing my sucks. best to avoid spoilers while I was running my, my Star Wars account on Instagram. Oh, and man. this one person reached out to me and his username was I hate spoilers. And I was like, All right. I like no. this guy. Oh, I went onto his page and lo and behold he was posting Star Wars spoilers, ironically. Dude. And one of those was Han getting stabbed through the chest with the lightsaber. Oh, that upsets me so much because of the, the reaction I had from, from purely just not knowing what was going to happen. That's devastating. But yeah. I'm, I'm pretty lucky being from Australia that the movies usually come out a day early and then also oh, the yeah. time zone. So it's about like 36 hours I've got to watch before everyone else in, in the US at least. So, oh man, <laughs> that sucks so much. Uh, I've I've been super lucky though, just with everything. I just rarely <clears throat> I just rarely get things spoiled for me. Like I don't know if I'm good at dodging them or I've just gotten lucky. I'm pretty sure I've just gotten lucky at this stage, but yeah, I don't know. That that sucks though. Yeah, I've gotten so many Star Wars things spoiled for me at this point. I got uh that spoiled for me. I got um The Apprentice Lives from uh Season two, Siege of Lothal, spoiled for me. Oh. I got Anna, Anna, or Vader's mask getting sliced and, and the reveal of his eye. Ah, oh, in, in uh, introduction. season two finale. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of all things, uh, Kanan's death was spoiled for me oh, by that... Disney XD. They posted that Are clip you before the episode aired on YouTube. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. That's so bad. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, even though I, I got that, the Han Solo death scene spoiled for me. It didn't affect the way I viewed the scene too much. Yeah, yeah. Still a lot of anxiety going in. And I just kind of almost forgot that I saw that. And I was just so like, just into the the scene. And I, I didn't really remember until I saw it happen. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's going to happen. But like, yeah, that's man, good. Is that like well done? <laughs> so it could have been worse i guess yeah yeah but yeah also like like we were saying though we still sort of feel that anxiety even watching it now even though everyone knows that he dies so i guess yeah even that you would know but you know you'd sort of forgot as you were saying so yeah that uh, that still sucks so much but anyway let's move on so the big reveal number one take it away all right so my number one was spider mall <laughs> And uh, oh, that is I realized that that is like a, li- a little ridiculous, but uh, I think that's, that that's it is not cool. ridiculous. That is a great number one. <laughs> I guess that's kind of the beauty of Star Wars is it's just it's just uh, you've got your really serious, really scary, horrifying side, and you've got your really lighthearted and kind of silly side, and sometimes those sides meet, and you've got Darth Maul with a bunch of spider legs, which is. <laughs> yeah yeah horrifying no. in its own right for sure um and uh i i love i don't know if you've seen lord of the rings but uh it's a very like golem esque scene with savage going into the cave and yeah uh, 
just just him like muttering and like seeing his horns how like they've grown all all long and jagged oh yeah muttering creepy sayings to himself <laughs> yeah i think credit to sam Witwer though he's like his performances mole throughout all of star wars is so good but in those like sp- specific moments you're talking about just yeah he just real captures that sort of just psychotic side of of more which just yeah 100 percent. now that is a great number one though because yeah I, I definitely had him had him around uh in my in my mentions but yeah just also uh i was gonna i also had down spider mole but also just mole in the next episode is scary like with those massive legs that uh mother talzin gives him absolutely and, and then he runs around killing like all these families in this village and stuff being like being like oh like, come here kenobi or whatever like <laughs> he's yeah those those two episodes are, are some terrifying stuff yeah yeah the the scene where uh savage brings him to dathomir and then mother talzin kind of sets him down on that table and starts to like it's it's really weird visual. She's like pulling the darkness out of his head and stuff, and then she starts to like mold new legs from like all the the droid corpses on the ground. <laughs> yeah, he's just screaming in agony the whole time. Oh uh, yeah, it kind of almost mirrors Savage's creation in a way. How he's like this weird like Frankenstein, and now Darth Maul's got a bit of that too, where they're just kind of these these freaks of nature now. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Those, yeah, everything on Dathomir is just is just pretty scary. And then, yeah, the um, the whole Spider Mole reveal was was fantastic. I remember the start of that episode, um, watching it for the first time, uh, because I I knew like it was coming, but I, I just could not wait. And then they showed uh, we could kind of see like the spider kicking and he was going like, oh, like Kenobi or whatever. <laughs> And then, yeah, it was, yeah, it was fantastic. I loved the, um, everything they did with that. And it was a good way to, to kind of bring him back. Cause I know it, some people, uh, oh, actually not really many anymore, but probably back then were thinking, oh, I can't believe they're bringing mole back and all this stuff. But I just think that was like the perfect way to do it because obviously in, in real life, if someone gets chopped in half, they're not going to be alive 10 years later, but it's, this is not real life. This is star Wars. So, um, yeah, it's, if they were going to do it, I just thought it was the best way to do it. They made it like a real psychological thing of like, Oh, he's just, he just hates Obi-Wan so much. He want he needs revenge. So he's just, now he's a spider. Like <laughs> that's, just, that's just, it's just so star Wars. I love it. But, um, it's amazing. yeah, it's great. All right. Now, Let's go on to number one because uh, I'm, I'm glad you didn't take it because I've, I've got a good story behind it. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so I, I mentioned before when I talked about the Dagobah Cave, there's two scenes in, uh, in Empire Strikes Back that made me as a kid just hate the movie. <laughs> so uh, obviously, just disclaimer to everyone, I love the movie now, but as a kid, it freaked me out. Um, I'm starting to think, I honestly didn't think about this till now, but I'm starting to think I've, a true love for Han Solo that I didn't even realize, but my, the scariest scene or scenes in star Wars to me is empire strikes back Han going into carbonite and getting tortured, both of them. But more specifically, let's just talk about him going into carbonite. We've got all these pigs. They're running around, they're clicking buttons. Han's all strapped up. I'm thinking, oh, layers, all sad. 
And the thing that always gets me is just Chewie's reaction. I just, oh, poor Chewie. When, uh, when Han dies and Chewie lets out that big scream, that is just the most devastating, <laughs> devastating moment in Star Wars. And then here, Chewie's fine. He's like, oh, no, I need to save, save my, my, uh, my mate Han. And, um, yeah. yeah freaked me out he, he goes in he comes out and he's in carbonite and you know john williams absolutely crushes it with uh with the soundtrack but yeah i i remember watching it like i'd watched it a few times when i was really little and then maybe i would have been like six or seven watching it again and then uh han goes into carbonite and i just thought i just can't watch this movie anymore i just i just i just hate it like i'm very young so um this is not how I think about things nowadays, but I was like, oh, I just, I can't watch that movie anymore. I can't believe that I would do that to Han Solo, like all this stuff. And yeah, it just scared the life out of me. Yeah. yeah. Che- Chewie's reaction to anything is pretty heartbreaking. Even when the, the echo base doors close and he's just wailing and <laughs> yeah. sorrow. I'm like, Oh man, I felt that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Also I was saying I'm getting tortured. That scene is freaky. And also just the whole, when they're sort of like lowering him onto that platform or whatever, um, what would have happened if they just kept like moving his body closer to it? I've always been confused about about it. There's like, I don't know. There's all this, just this crap on it. Just like whatever. It starts just like zapping him and whatever. I was as a kid and still now to this day, I'm so confused what was going on, but um, yeah, it is, it is freaky. What's your experience with this scene? I can't remember how I reacted to it the very first time I saw the movie. And I've watched that movie so many times. I honestly yeah, yeah. didn't really even like think about that scene being scary. It's, I, I really need to just take a step back from Star Wars and then like reanalyze it like I'm watching it for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Because so many things just kind of go over my head because I'm like, yep, there's Han going into Carbonite. There's yeah, Luke yeah. fighting Vader. Uh, I'm your father. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that is a pretty terrifying scene, especially like I bet seeing it as a kid and not knowing what's going to happen. Because I personally didn't see Return of the Jedi for a pretty long time. I didn't see it until I was like nine. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Like I said, that's when I became a Star Wars fan. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that you're saying that you can't remember the first time you watched it. That's me with all the first six movies. I honestly have no memory like, because uh, I, I would have watched them when I was like really, really young. Because my dad likes Star Wars; he's not like anywhere, anywhere near as into it as me. But he sort of introduced it to me, and um, I, yeah, I would have been would have been so young. But I remember once I started to really think about like things, and I was in a little toddler. Yeah, everything about that just freaked me out, and I, I probably didn't watch it again until I was probably about like, oh, I probably had watched it again, but. I didn't watch it without enjoying it again until I was maybe 10 or 11. Like, <laughs> and I was like watching the movies like fully and understanding everything that was going on. But yeah, I, I wish I could see my reaction to watching just all of Star Wars stuff for the first time, because like I, the only things I can remember like watching for the first time is stuff like, like pretty much all the new stuff, obviously all five of the new movies and, and like rebels and that. And I'm pretty sure I can remember watching watching most of clone wars as a kid with with oh, my yeah, brother yeah. but um yeah that's our that's our list oh do you do you got any special mentions you want to mention Ooh, honorable mentions yeah uh, i was gonna put this on the list but then i replaced it with uh tales from vader's castle but 
the uh, Lando comic, the, the first one that came nice. out. Nice. Yeah, that's um, a very good with, choice. Uh, and we, we didn't know it was Lord Moment's helmet at the time, but yeah. Lord Moment's helmet, kind of like the, the shot, or not the shot, but the, the panel with the eyes glowing yeah. and how it kind of possesses some of Lando's crew members. That was some pretty creepy stuff. Yeah. And uh, the um, the guards, how their faces had become deterior- deteriorated just by guarding Sith relics. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that is such a great comic. If you haven't read it, Got you got to read it. Like the uh, the the Lobot scene at the end, just oh, fant- yeah. fantastic. Just such good stuff. But um, yeah, yeah. A few things I I had like uh, in Revenge of the Sith, just Anakin just burning up into, <laughs> just you know Vader. That that's pretty scary. It's very true. Yeah, yeah, screaming I hate you. That used to freak me out. Um, Luke with the with the rancor. Um, I don't know. I feel like that the rancor is pretty scary. At least when we were all a bit younger. And and yeah, just like the the Minox in Empire Strike Back, that, that whole yeah. sequence is freaky when it like jumps out for the first time and C three goes like. Oh. But yeah, uh, yeah. Any any other special mentions? Um, I guess that um, always two there are from Rebels isn't. Yeah, I had that, that too. Scary, but it's yeah. it's a good like haunted house kind of kind of feeling. Yeah. It's, it's a fun episode. Yeah, the Seventh Sister sort of has that 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 vibe you know that freaky vibe yeah, with the yeah. like the spider droids and stuff the way she just kind of crawls around and stuff she's really creepy <laughs> yeah yeah no 100 and yeah all the inc- all the inquisitors even in the comics i think those are all some some pretty scary some scary guys and girls mm-hmm, for sure um yeah sweet well oh yeah something i was thinking this is really random but i was you know i was, I was saying earlier how Empire Strikes Back used to freak me out as a kid because Han gets uh, done in, in Carbonite and Dagobah and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm now just thinking back. I used to, My favorite used to be Revenge of the Sith, but I don't know how I, I dealt with all Anakin killing kids and stuff, but I couldn't deal with <laughs> Han going to Carbonite. Anyway, I don't know. Just a weird thought. Uh, never thought about that until now. Yeah, sweet. Well, I guess we better start wrapping it up then. Um, Noah, thank you so much for taking the time out to come on. I appreciate it so much. Uh, we've we've known each other on Instagram for you know a long, long time. So it's it's nice to be able to have a, a long, good conversation about Star Wars with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. It's been no, fun. Yeah, it's it's been great. Um, any any plugs you want to get in? Uh, not that I can think of at the moment. Um, I'll probably remember something after we stop and be like, oh, yeah. why didn't I say that? But oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, anyone that wants to find Noah over on Instagram, he's just the Star Warrior. So make sure you go and follow him over there. Um, but yeah, Noah, it's been, it's been an absolute blast uh, having a chat with you. Definitely have to have you on sometime again in the future. Um, For sure. Yeah, it's been great. So that just about wraps up this week's episode. If you haven't already, please drop a like or a review depending on how you're listening and subscribe or follow the channel. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Star Wars Analyst. I'll see you all next time. And as always, thanks for listening and may the force be with you.